North Self Connection proudly presents TNA Never Dies. Now, cross the line with your hosts, Aaron, Jenny, and JT. Listen, if we're getting more Brian Lawler on a regular basis, I'm going back into hibernation. Oh, God. Can I come? I'd love, I'd love to hibernate with you. All right, let's hibernate. Yeah, I'd just love to hibernate. That feels really good. It is winter. I mean, what are we supposed to do? I'm supposed to live in this minus 26 degree weather? You're in the tundra up there. That's all you got to do, hibernate. I know. I need to have some sort of a burrow, though. With a curfew for the hibernation. Probably. Yeah. Hopefully by the time this drops, the curfew will be done. It's only supposed to be two weeks. Yeah. But that's what they said in March 2020. <laughs> Am I right? That's a laugh at the beginning of Jeff Garrett's song right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, there's some clock yeah, music yeah. playing, and we get to recap the whole Vince Russo freaking odyssey. Eric Watts is still a thing. <laughs> and then he's like, there, we are three of the greatest second-generation wrestlers ever. Is this the inspiration for Legacy with Randy Orton? It <laughs> could be. You're like, oh, remember when Eric Watts, Brian Lawler, and David Flair did that thing? Yeah, that's great. Let's we actually do, do it. <laughs> think it's the inspiration for the song Go to Inspiration? Uh, well, were they in Chicago when they formed it? Mm-hmm. Uh, the best experience I have with that song, You're the Inspiration, is from a video game called Elite Beat Agents. Oh. Where you had to tap along to that song. And it was a video game, and the story of that song was that a child's mother had died. Naturally. Yeah. Um, then there's the explosions, intro. Jarrett's already storming down to the ring. Uh, and today's like, it looks like he's headed to the sex locker room. <laughs> and not the best word. Where else would he be going? Yeah, <laughs> if there was one, why wouldn't you go there? But isn't he mad at Lawler and Watts? Don't piss me off. Jenny, why did Jarrett wait a whole week before taking revenge? <laughs> he had to recover. He got his ass beat, remember? Why didn't he like drive to their house where there was there's less of a possibility of guys that hate him hanging around? They don't have houses. They all live in that locker room. The yeah. sex locker room? Yeah, yeah. They just live there. All right. Golden Dawn West is here, and then Jarrett yells at both announcers for some reason. We get, <laughs> we get Smooth coming out, and Conan comes in wearing a fucking full-on winter coat. JT, why is he wearing a full-on winter coat? It's fucking cold for him. <laughs> Conan then starts his shtick. It's like, March. Let me speak. He's hibernating. <laughs> Conan starts to shtick, let me speak on this, but then he takes it away from the crowd and starts speaking Spanish, which the crowd fucking hates. I quite like that spot, to be honest. Um, he calls out Damien and Halloween, and they're fighting. So in March, the average high in Nashville would be 62, with a low of 40, so it could have been chilly at night. But 40 is not even zero. Yeah, but for him, for Mexico, it's cold. <laughs> if it's 40 here, it's almost summer. <laughs> It's like, oh, my God, I can wear shorts. <laughs> That's frigid. If you ask Jenny about 40, she'd be like, I'm going to yeah. freeze. What yeah. is 40? 40 degrees, like, like are, Fahrenheit. is there – there's no – What's the conversion? Yeah. No. Well, it's 8 degrees over freezing. So I guess for you in Celsius world, it's 8. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you think it's 8? <laughs> I think so. Is it freezing 32? It's not our math on that. It's 4. It's four. Sorry, I was just saying, yeah, I think it's eight to kill the time while I looked it up. Do you think that covered it well? <laughs> no. You did good. No one no, knew I that joke. I was looking it up, right? No. no. We don't look up things. Okay, good, good. Uh, it's four degrees. Okay, so maybe I wouldn't wear shorts, but I'd probably definitely be happy. Especially in March. Anyway. What? Lockdowns, frigid weather. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know why I live here. Um, they're fighting <laughs> – Damien and Halloween are fighting Jerry Lynn and David Young. Is David mm-hmm. Young the best partner Jerry Lynn could find? Hey, David uh, Young's pretty good. We've enjoyed his stuff, haven't we? They probably could have done better. Well, it's funny because as I was thinking that, Tanae says, well, Jerry Lynn wanted Paul London. <laughs> that is a big downgrade, though. Yeah, right? Okay. Jenny, how big of a step down is that? like three or four or five steps yeah it's it's a whole lot uh, and halloween and david and it was la familia in mexico says tonight that's right and conan goes david young should ask for a refund from his wrestling school <laughs> and love that line he says he belongs on tough enough season four at best which is just a brutal burial yeah uh, 
great. And uh, we find out London has a stomach virus, so he's puking up some bile. Oh, probably. <laughs> probably. Uh, he's going on, too, about how Young has no personality, but isn't that Glenn Gilberti's job to develop that? Right. Should be giving him some charisma. Yeah. Conan's killing it on commentary. Um, JT, have you ever been called cross-pollinated? Uh, no, thankfully not. Because that's what Conan calls Young at one point. <laughs> I think he was on like a cross bread. Inbred? Inbred? <laughs> I think yeah. so. Yeah, I think it's what he meant. Yeah. Translations are off. Yeah. Uh, Halloween cannot take a Hurricane Rana. Like, it, it just looks like a botched slow motion fall. Jenny, should David Young be going airborne? Uh, I mean, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Conan then gets. I guess the luchas. Yeah. I guess he has no choice. Conan then gets out of the. He runs. Conan gets up, runs around the ring, and kicks David Young in the knee. <laughs> and then when they call him on it, he goes, what? You, no, I was out there trying to help him, and I slipped on some tobacco juice. <laughs> he's, he's like, my bad, David Young. My bad. And this is like the best Conan's ever been, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you could make an argument that like when he first started NWA was good. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's funnier here. I think he's more self-aware. Yeah, I think so, too. It's funny when he slides in your DMs tells you about his podcast. That, too. I feel like there's a story there, but this is not the show for stories. <laughs> no, not this show. Uh, uh, of course, Lynn, of course, rolls one of them up for a three count, wins the match. Again, like, so it's Lynn beating the Luchadors again. Um, it, JT, I think we might have mentioned this last time, but is this fine as long as it leads to Conan bringing someone bigger in? Yeah, yeah, I'm curious where it's going to end. Hmm. JT. You guys feel like Halloween and Damien are bigger than Super Crazy? No, but they're still good. Like, I like them. Level? Nah, I mean, yeah, maybe slight down, but not by much. But it, okay. but, but at least it was different. Right. Like, it was a tag match where Lynn had to find a partner. So, like, yes. I, I could live with a slight downgrade because of the circumstances of the match. Well, they're bringing in one of the best tag teams, yeah. Now, they didn't wrestle like one of the best tag teams, but yes. Two and a half. Two and a half? Yeah, I'm at two and a half also. I did two and three quarters, I think, for the Halloween gimmick. Now, is this going to end? Jenny, do you want to see it end with Conan versus Lynn? I was wondering if that's what we were doing, but then I was like, uh, I don't know how good Conan still is, still is, Hmm. uh, so and and Jerry Lynn's real good, so it could be highly embarrassing for him if he does get in the ring. Yeah, they, well, Conan then starts beating up the team, and he hits this sweet like I don't know how you guys I love that that little somersault clothesline he does. Always been a yeah, looks a, good. A stupid yeah. mark for that move. I I always loved it. Uh, then his team pulls him off Jerry Lynn, and I don't know who the crowd is booing. Are they booing Conan or the guys breaking it up? <laughs> I guess the guy's breaking it up. Probably. But as Conan leaves, he's damn sure to grab his jacket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take it. It's cold out, yeah. man. Uh, Can't lose that jacket. It's four degrees. <laughs> they throw it to Goldie in the back, who's walking with Eric Young. And she's like, yeah, you're a marked man. Je- Jenny, could you recreate the noise she makes when Jared attacks? Ah! <laughs> yeah. And then this fucking dude who looks like a Morin-shaped Brutus beefcake breaks it up. JT, what's the story with Eric Watts? Like, what? <laughs> I don't know. Watts. I mean, he's a guy that <laughs> they felt was going to be a big star. His dad pushed him, and he was way too green. He bombed out, and now they're saying, well, maybe, you know, he probably is really friends with Jarrett, I'm guessing, and <clears throat> see if they could build a story out of it. Yes. I mean, it's probably the hottest angle of his life, that's for sure. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Gets Burr Prentice off the couch. <laughs> Huats storms out, as Jenny said. G- giant Jesus cross around his neck. I'd be so scared of that thing stabbing me in the throat. <laughs> Jarrett comes down. They have a bat fight. Jenny, have you ever been hit with a baseball bat? Mm. <laughs> nope, sadly. Yeah, no, it's not fun, so don't worry about it. Uh, Jarrett has gotten his hair cut, and it's, it looks worse. <laughs> uh, but they fight, and then all of a sudden we're like, I understand Goldie is standing by, so we're moving away from that. 
Kid Cash in the back. No one could take the title off him. And then Red shows up and he goes, if it wasn't for her, you wouldn't have this. JT, were you prepared for Amazing Red's voice? I was uh, I was not, even though we've been told a million times he's from Brooklyn. Um, I guess we should have been prepared for it, but no. It, it was so heavy and deep for his body. Like, I I'm expecting him to talk like this. <laughs> if it wasn't for you. <laughs> Do you guys agree with Red? Yeah, Trinity's been carrying him. Instrumental. Yeah. Yeah. So then you listen up. Then we get these words across the screen. Taken hostage by an oppressed dictator. First of all, is the dictator is the dictator oppressed or is the person coming in oppressed? Uh, I feel like the person coming in. Then why would you say taken hostage by an oppressed dictator? The dictator's been oppressed, and now he's a dictator. That's right. why he's a dictator? Because he was oppressed. Look how much – And then depressed. He was previously. He was oppressed, he was depressed, and then repressed right. into a dictator. Anyway, oppressive is the word that they're looking for in <laughs> – these these words and these, like, I, you know I I thought it was the sign like help me from Goldie like I well, I've been taking hostage please help but she would still say oppressive and that's written on a screen it's not like a person said it in the moment and it was a mistake it was written she down was from past. it was a typo yeah but whatever the images are also fucking in, they're imposed over some kind of war torn country and we get held captive by a tyrannical regime. After five years, the handcuffs are off. The chains of captivity are broken. Tonight, he is free. And I I was like, fuck, who is this going to be? This has got to be somebody big. <laughs> Jenny, were you excited to see that it was D-Lo Brown? <laughs> excited probably a strong word. You better recognize. <laughs> you better write. All, all I kept thinking was fuck, D-Lo Brown is <laughs> – <laughs> was held captive well, he was um i don't think this is too far off because he was set for a big push the draws thing happened derailed all his momentum and then they tried to kind of repush him a couple times we ended up back on heat for a while remember he got to a really good shape um and he was kind of like an underground favorite like people did like him and wanted to see stuff from him so i don't think it's too far off that he was in a war-torn country as a prisoner of war that's how they viewed do he mm-hmm <laughs> He broke a dude's neck. That was not his fault. Did he? Yeah, he, killed, he broke draws his neck. Shit. Look, this is the most ridiculous. It's the most ridiculous intro I've ever seen. Like, are they really comparing the WWE to worn, torn Mogadishu? Yes. Yep. The crowd's into it. Well, the crowd is. Yes, the crowd is happy, and Mike Tanay is like, he has a microphone. Oh, JT, oh, is no. it a good idea on your first promo to constantly be looking at the ground? Uh. He's trying to make sure he remembers this shit. Not get too emotional. What is it, written on the mat? (laughs) Um, He teases that he's going to shoot and start telling secrets. But then he goes, Mm. because of the reaction you gave me, those sons of bitches don't mean a damn to me, and I don't care about them. He gave 150% effort. He's mad at how the WWF pushed him. So, JT, do you think he has a case? I do. I think he caught... Like, if he, they're going to blame him for break, break, breaking Draza's neck, and it's his fault, then just fire him. But, like, you kind of half-measured it, right? Like, he kept him and kind of said it wasn't his fault, Draza and resolved him, but then they just, like, never really pushed him again. Hmm. I guess... And, like, people liked him. Like, he was pretty good. I, I think, like, when he went here, if I'm remembering right, like, I think there was a little bit of excitement and buzz, thinking, like, oh, finally he'll get a chance kind of thing. Yeah. I could see that. Like I, I could see the buzz with him coming there. My issue, I think, is more that he was mistreated in WWE because or WWF because I always kind of thought, besides when they made him a fake Indian, I thought he was always kind of overachieved for what he was. I just think his post neck like that was like his biggest push, and then the neck break happened, and then he's like nothing. Right. I mean, I guess they kind of do the thing with him and Godfather a little bit, but. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I always liked Elo Brown. It's just like I was. I remember always thinking, like, oh, it's really cool. This guy's getting this chance. 
but maybe maybe I'm misjudging it. Um, he also then says that he was brought down to teach people, and he goes, I can teach them to get over, but I can't get over. That kind of feels like a self-indictment, right? I guess. I mean, I think he's just saying they didn't get, believe him or give him a chance. So they're saying, we're not going to push you because we don't believe in you, but hey, train our future. But who who would he – who would he be? Who would he have gotten a push at the expense of? I don't know. I'm saying why he what he would feel like. Right. I think it's. I mean, he was like IC Euro champion fighting Jeff Jarrett at SummerSlam right before the draws thing. That's all I'm saying. He was like yeah. at a pretty good spot. Is he another one of those victims of the uh, of the uh, what are they called? Before they come from WCW, why am I why am I forgetting their name? The, the radicals. radicals. Radicals don't come in. He's got a brighter future. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I think they. I think he was looked at a certain way after the injury. Hmm. Jenny, do you think D'Lo should have been the leader of the Nation of Domination instead of The Rock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Me too. Uh, he wants a level playing field. He finally starts looking to the camera five minutes into the promo, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm making a promise." D'Lo Brown will be nothing short of a bona fide superstar. I, I got a lot of faith in this TNA deal, huh? Yeah. Do, do you think, guys? Do you think the TNA is going to make him a bona fide superstar? No I doubt. <laughs> Look at the track record. Yeah. Uh, he's interrupted by Sonny Siaki. Not really interrupted though, because Brown finishes his sentences and then just kind of stands there, and there's a <laughs> lull, and then they send Sonny out. <laughs> and then he goes, "Hi, I'm." I'm Ace in the Hole. I don't know why I make him sound like that. Ha. <laughs> Fuck. It's like my Magic Johnson voice. Ha. Ha. I'm Magic Johnson. I have AIDS. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry. Ha. I'm Sonny Siaki. I'm Ace in the Hole, Sonny Siaki. <laughs> and he goes, you can only be a superstar if you join sex. <laughs> I'm just thinking, how on earth is D'Lo Brown going to get along with the Harris boys? No, okay. His name is Brown. D'Lo's <laughs> uh, like, I'm here to be on my own. He goes, the offer to join the group is very good. He says very good. It's very good. It's nice. Good and then – <laughs> and then like when and then because like he goes to offer to join your group and Sonny Siaki goes sex sex <laughs> <laughs> and then laughs like a child uh but he's there to be on his own um and then and then Siaki goes I respect you but what about that racist angle with Teddy Long <laughs> Jenny what did you think of did you like the word the use of the word angle here Yes, that did pop me. <laughs> the only time I want to hear Angle on TV is if the name Kurt is in front of it. <laughs> right? But then D'Lo I... beats up Siaki with some really great intensity. Yeah. Sky high. He's always had good intensity in offense. Yeah, his stuff looks really good. Uh, they all, He does a sky high, then he goes to hit the frog splash, but they, they play his music like mid-frog splash. <laughs> <laughs> that was strange. And like I was worried because like what if he gets distracted by that? Um, but JT, what do you think about this matchup going forward? Uh, D'Lo Brown, Sonny Siaki. And it's a good intro for you for D'Lo to kind of get him integrated into TNA, give him someone he can likely beat and move on and move up the ladder. You're not going to instantly put him in this title match, but this is like a stepping stone. And Siaki gets a named guy that's got some good experience, that's good in the ring, which he could always use more with. It's funny because eh? one of the deals too is that he's getting a title match, right? Like that's a part of his contract or whatever. At least he's gonna like get to work a little bit before just going in and getting it. Yeah, I think it's cool. I, I'm actually really on board for the match. As much as I didn't love the fucking war torn uh, refugee D'Lo Brown, like um, I, I like the idea of this match going forward. And I thought he had really good fire. So he's actually like, I think he's a welcome addition to the roster. I would Agreed. agree. Um, I was wondering what you guys thought about, you know, this style that all of TNA has, like using the word angle, the shoot style, you know, like y'all have said things about Russo and the way that he frames things and the way he talks about things. Do you mm -hmm. feel the same about D'Lo and the way he talks about it? Yeah, well, because it's Russo written. So, yes. OK. Yeah. I, I, so this becomes a trope and a trend in, in impact TNA mm -hmm. like the shooting on WWE stuff. 
Like that's that ain't going away. So it's not different because it's a different guy. It's you still don't like it because it's the same. Thing. Right. Yeah. Okay. I hated it when it was Mark Madden. Okay. I hated it when it was Scott Hudson, who, who I like. You know, like anyone, whoever it is, I I can't stand it. Okay. I don't like anything where if you think about it for more than five seconds, you're like, wait a minute, it makes no sense. Right. Because like a- angle is the idea that it's scripted. Right. Right. So it's like, okay, well, but this isn't like, what am I supposed to believe here? Right. So that's where I struggle with it. Not that I can't get my head around it. I just think it's dumb. Uh, but we're okay. we're getting an X Division Championship match here. Uh, it, we get Johnny Storm. Who, Another Storm. Who the, fuck, the fuck is this? <laughs> too many storms. Too many storms. Yeah, too Another many. guy like Jenny. Why do both guys from America's Most Wanted have different namesakes on the same show? I don't get it. Isn't that the Human Torch? Yeah, it is the Human Torch. Flame on. <laughs> Yeah, shit, I didn't even think about that. That's even worse. If you, no, you're going to be a true comic I can't fan, think of another name. Well, they're not going to call him Susan Storm. All right, Cash <laughs> versus Amazing Red versus Johnny – versus the Human Torch. Might as well just call him that. Let's call him that. Yeah. It's easier, honestly. Yeah. Tanae then calls him a Wonder Kid. You don't use Wonder Kid to describe someone from England. It's like a German thing, and the British hate the Germans to this day. Amazing Red comes out to a track from the Judgment Night soundtrack – Either of you ever seen that movie? Judgment Night? Yep. Yes. Yeah. How does Dennis Leary keep finding them? <laughs> he owns those streets. <laughs> um, what, also, what is Trinity getting out of this pairing? Because they say, like, well, it's been good since Trinity joined up with Cash. What is she getting out of this pairing? Dick. Notoriety. Dick. <laughs> but you don't think she had notoriety before hanging oh, – I guess she was – who was she with before? The, the Luchadors? I don't, uh, yeah, she was with the uh, SAT. That's yeah, it. yeah, I think so. The Maximos. Oh well, shit! I pulled out that trivia. Yeah, way to go. Uh, and you what? think that she wasn't receiving the credit she deserved with the SAT, so she joined Kid Cash. Mm-hmm. Well, and the dick. And the dick, but they had two dicks. Yeah, but not as good. Wow, our two, our two dicks better than one. I mean, would you want to fuck Cash or the SATs? Well, am I Depends fucking? Depends if you're into double penetration. Yeah, if you had to choose i'll be honest i feel like cash's glutes are probably really worked out so i'd probably hurt my hips thrusting into them so you like a little cushion for the pushing i mean not too much like i don't want to fuck cheeks like <laughs> cheeks i wouldn't be able to find right but i feel yeah a little bit a little bit's good so it's a tease for you yeah i think so if i'm gonna have sex with one of them jt where are you at with the sex with the hispanic people I'll take what I can get. Fair enough. That's fair. I guess I look. I wouldn't. I wouldn't kick Cash out of bed, right? He seems fun. Like, it, look, you could probably pretend Cash is a woman. Mm, not with all that dick. No, I guess. I guess not with all the dick. Mm-hmm. Um, do either of you understand the stone weight system? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> I don't. I've always wondered why they did. Never quite understood. Well, I mean, it's clearly like Scottish people not having scales at one point, right? Like. Yeah, they just had rocks. <laughs> All right, put the fucking that's Irish. That Hold looks on. about like eight rocks. <laughs> You're gonna fucking put the stones over there. One stone equals six point three five kilograms. <laughs> Hold on, you probably don't understand that either, right? Hold on. <laughs> U.S. ton. One stone yeah. is equal to point zero zero seven U.S. tons. Hold on, pound. Fourteen pounds. Fourteen pounds. Okay. Oh, one stone is fourteen pounds. <laughs> um, storm. Okay, look. They start off. Everybody's missing something to start. Tanae declares that this is a standoff. Uh, storm, I think, also looks like a skinny crow sting without the face paint. Uh, great spot though when Storm Hurricane Run is red, uh, Hurricane Run is red right into Cash's arms for a power bomb. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the week before everything went off the air, like I, you know, I, I don't understand what this note means. Let's just move on as though I didn't say it. <laughs> uh, Cash then flips all the way across the ring to drop a st- drop a yes. leg on Storm's nuts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I swear to uh, West and Tanae are begging for replays every 10 seconds. Yes. yes. So annoying. Just watch the show. Yeah. Please, please, keep coming. Is there someone in the back that can help us? 
Trinity then botches a fucking moonsault and lands on no one on the outside. <laughs> she almost kills herself. Yeah, she. Yeah, and it looked it looked really rough. And then Storm jumps into Trinity and she has to catch him. Yes, with a somersault cannonball. Like it was insane. Yeah. Those back to back spots. Like she almost dies, and then Storm's like, "Fuck you, that you're almost dead. I'm gonna fly into you." <laughs> yeah. And he's on fire <laughs> too, right? So that had to be even worse. On the boys, they were not in their spots. That was not a Trinity problem. Yeah, Jenny, is Trinity the most reliable worker in this match? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, need some cash, but he's reckless. Yes, he's like, always. That was a cash move, not a Trinity move. Although I've been, I've noticed, I I find Cash has been less reckless lately. Yes. Yeah, I think so too. As as he's been champ, I think he's toned it down a little bit. It's like he's hurt enough people, you know. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's wrecked his way to the top. So. <laughs> Everybody's hurt. Might as well give him the title. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Storm then messes up some kind of Hurricane Rana. It ends up looking like nothing. But then they redo the spot. Yeah. And then Cash hits a fucking – We just I was just talking about him not being sloppy. He hits a really dangerous moneymaker on Storm for the win. JT, was he trying to break his neck there? Uh, he wasn't not trying to break it. <laughs> Jenny, is Trinity hurt by the lack of a women's division? Um, probably, but I'm a fan of intergender wrestling, so I don't really care to see her wrestle other chicks. Honestly, I like her doing this. But I mean, she's not... I want her to wrestle like in legit matches against other dudes. Yeah, I'd be on board for that too, but we're not getting that, right? I know that. Yeah, I, I, but I would be on board for that. So I wish they would have just done that. Like, I mean, they don't really try to fuck around with the women's division at all so far. So hmm. why not just lean into it while you got her there? Right. Yeah, I'm on board. I, I thought this match was good. I thought it was a bit too sloppy compared to a lot of other X Division stuff. Um, I'm at three stars though. I still enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fine. I thought Storm really showed up, hung in with two of the best, took the hot, hard loss to Cash, but you know, Cash is. The king right now, right? So he's moving along. He retains. Um, There's a fun car wreck. All three guys are nuts to throw themselves around. The dives to the floor were wild, too. I felt even, It felt even more reckless than usual. I actually went three and a half. Like, it felt like a, a big spectacle with all the chaos. I went three and three quarters. Like, I just – I was into this a lot. And uh, <laughs> a little bit of that Spider-Man meme vibe in the beginning of the match where all three of them in the match, <laughs> like eh. – um, but yeah, they, they all just sort of bring, they're all just really good. This storm guy needs a new name and, um, he, he was, uh, he was all right. But I mean, with these other guys, he's going to be a little bit upstaged, mm. but I really liked him. Yeah. No problems there. Red then starts shoving Trinity around and the announcers are like shocked, but like, have they never seen the program? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, not out of red. I mean, I think it's just shocking out mm-hmm. of red. I guess. Right, right. But yeah, I like it. I like him getting aggressive with, like, like we said, we don't have any characters or stories here, so it's yep. good. JT, doesn't she have it coming? No. <laughs> but she's involved in all the matches. No. So, are you of the mind that she can just do whatever she wants and never have any comeuppance? Uh, they should bring another female in to take her out. Mm, nah. Yeah, I, I really struggle with the idea that, like, she can... She's a wrestler. She's going to wrestle. No, I mean, it's probably fine given how she's been presented. Okay. All right, so you're just being a bit obtuse? Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Cute. I like that word. Uh, Goldilocks is standing by the sex locker room. Uh, she asks Sonny where his backup was. Uh, Sanders then comes right in and punches Siaki in the face. <laughs> and, like... And then I look at this stable, right, as they're fighting. And on one side, you have the Harrises, Disco, and Sanders... And on the other side, Siaki, Daniel, Skipper, and Loki. Like, this stable could be great, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if they just get rid of all the shit. And then Christopher Daniels yells, don't, don't question my commitment to sex. <laughs> We've been waving the banner. sex worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's prime time. Yeah, Jenny. Is and it, they're all shirtless. They look of course. Naked and they're screaming about commitment to sex. Jenny, is it only named sex because of, so they can have these interactions? Yes. God, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, Disco then tells everybody off and manages to rally the troops. JT, do we have a new ace in the hole here? Mm, no, there's only one ace in the hole. <laughs> uh, Y'all, I thought Gilberti was pretty fucking good in this promo or whatever you want to call it. He wasn't bad. It was decent I, for him. He still it sucks. It was good, general. you know? Yeah, um, yeah, he felt like a human. I, I, he, he, and you know what? The people around him res- 
like responded to him, I thought. Like, I think they were also very shocked that it was good. And um, so it kind of feeds into the whole scene. But then the Harris brothers just ruined the entire thing well, at the end. Well, the, the Nazis are on board with Glenn. Yeah, no, but they just make it awkward. You know, like, they should have just ended, like, right after he got done talking. But then they're just like, yeah, what he said. We're on then, board with Glenn. Yeah, like, I just thought that was dumb. So way he says Glenn. Glenn. Uh, then the goddamn Harrises are out. And her... How many more dates does Sandman have? A million. Uh, I'll be here forever. I, He'll never die like Tiana. I also don't understand why they come out the entrance, then walk through the crowd. Because he can do it. There's probably no way to the crowd. Don't, don't tell me there's got to be a way. Nope. <laughs> uh, now, Carino's, Carino's in the ring, and Sandman is still just celebrating with the fans. <laughs> and here I am thinking... Oh, of course this is going to have no bearing on the match because Carino right away starts holding his own. Mm-hmm. But then the Harrises immediately hit the H-bomb for the win. <laughs> While Sandman is pouring beer into the, I know. Uh, the crowd's mouth. I loved this finish because it's exactly what should have happened. Yeah, I think from a logistical booking, et cetera, et cetera, perspective, it makes sense. Like, it was real. Like, yeah, the guy, idiot is in the crowd. His <laughs> buddy gets beat up. Mm-hmm. But from a decision standpoint, was awful. Like, having the Harris brothers just squashed Carino. Like, Sam and Carino could be the fun team that we're kind of looking for, maybe, for the division. Because mm-hmm. Carino's good in the ring and Sam making his spots. Mm-hmm. And this just felt like, ugh. And, I mean, admittedly, yes, I can't stand the Harrises. So seeing them, the ones to do it, makes us think even more. <laughs> But then we get the cool post-match, like, absolute <laughs> brutal uh, beatdown. Yes. With all the props from the week before. <laughs> it was so good. Including the fence. He's just left bleeding in a complete pile. <laughs> yes. I just feel like... I didn't see him checking any IDs on these fans, too. Oh, no. They don't care. Carino gets the shit kicked out of him. Yeah, I just... I feel so many times that, like, like, tons of stuff happens that has no bearing on the match. And it was actually refreshing to see that, like, oh, someone did something stupid, and it actually hurt them. Nobody wants to see that. All right, well, I'm at one star. Well, I, I, went, went, I went dead. I went dead, too, but... but like, <laughs> Just because it wasn't really a match. No, and the other Fuck thing... Fuck the Harris. Well, and it's like, why have, why have this on the show? Fuck them! <laughs> like, is that what they're saying to the audience? Mm. Uh, Goldie's in the back, again, near the sex locker room. Uh, she announces that Mike Sanders has a match tonight. Uh, Jenny, did that make you want to shut the show off? It sure did, Aaron. Yeah. What about you? Oh, yes. I wanted to definitely shut it off. Um, and then all my, Mike Sanders is like, all I have is A game. And then <laughs> Sanders is bragging like crazy, and Disco comes in and runs him down. But, so awesome. But he says, after the promo you just cut, you better beat whoever you're fighting. <laughs> Which tells you what, Aaron? That it's going to be someone greatly surprising and so much fun. Yes. Um, Disco then runs down Hollywood and she goes, you're here to put the X in sex. What does that mean, JT? Uh, extreme. Oh, all right. All right. Anyway, we're getting a, a Mike Sanders match, a, a Hollywood match later. But here comes the dream. Dusty Road coming down. And West th- at this point suggests – uh, that there, there a thousand people were turned away tonight. Makes sense. That, that doesn't seem high. Um, I don't know. All right. Yeah, it's high. a little high. Ten, I think, is what I meant. He, he says that there. Dusty says there seems to be a freakas going on freak here, <laughs> and he keeps saying it. JT, why does he keep saying freakas? I think he likes saying it. It's a great word. We got a fricka going on. Fricka. And then he goes, I'm head of the, I'm the head cancellary. <laughs> what on earth is that? <laughs> Con- cancellary, maybe? I, I think that might be what he was trying to say, yeah. He's really drunk, y'all. Yeah, cancellary. <laughs> um, he's here to talk about sons and famous daddy. <laughs> And he wants David Flair, Brian Lawler, and Eric Watts. I, I'm 
Jenny, why is Dusty making the show worse by bringing them out here? <laughs> so he can fucking spit fire in their faces in the ring. Yeah. He, he says Flair's been an asshole recently. <laughs> like father, like son, you've become an asshole. Jesus Christ. JT, why does he scream the word asshole? He's angry. He's drunk. Yeah. Do you think Lawler looks like a hedgehog? Yes. Like with yeah. that hair and the faces he makes? <laughs> like he sort of does. <laughs> like if it was Sonic, Tails, and Brian. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right, all right, he's in the game. Like, because he would do the same kind of dance that I imagine Sonic doing in the game. <laughs> then Dusty suggests that he came down to Memphis and Elvis declared that Dusty was the king of the world. Naturally. <laughs> Does this mean Goldust is now the king of the world? Then Lawler gets angry and takes his shirt off. And Dusty goes, don't get naked on me. (laughs) Please. Then Dusty tells Brian that he has charisma. And he tells Brian, show me charisma. I I don't have the words to describe the face that Lawler made here. Oh, my God. Do either of you? Uh, like he ate a diaper full of shit. <laughs> ah. And then Dusty goes, Lala, you're the king of D's nuts. <laughs> <coughs> Jenny, were you expecting the D's nuts drop? I was not. <laughs> he swerved me with like every sentence that he said. Like, <laughs> he, he killed me with D's nuts. I know, I was dying. <laughs> Like I didn't know that that saying was that old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just never expected Dusty Rhodes to fucking say it. <laughs> and it's so perfect saying it to Brian Lawler too. And he's so joyful about it yeah. too. He loves it. And the crowd is just fucking jubilant. Yes. He then just kicks the shit out of both of them. <laughs> <laughs> These guys eat so many beatings. It's so great. But then he turns his back and they just kick the shit out of him. And then, uh, then D'Lo comes in for the save. Watts comes in, beats Rhodes down. Jarrett finally comes in to even the odds. <laughs> this is one of the best segments we've seen, right? Yeah, I really liked it. Despite Lawler's stupid faces and stooging, like the rest of it was pretty good. Dusty was great. The brawl was good. Had some good heat. I liked it. I love how Dusty's leaning into his stupid sayings. Yeah. Yes. A freak ass. <laughs> it was like Conan. Like he's self-aware. He's kind of owning it. Yeah. It's just the power of Dusty to, like, bring this <laughs> – these people that we fucking hate. Like, we just dog them out, and then we're just like, this was the best promo. Like, yeah. It's amazing. He is magic. Well, because he's speaking for us. Yes. Right? Like, David Flair is In an asshole. In a hilarious asshole. way, yes. He's being an asshole. And, and fucking – Brian Lawler, if he's the king of anything, it is these nuts, you know? Like, yes, right? Uh, We get a – we then get a – an America's Most Wanted video package where they're distorting their voices like they're serial killers. Mm-hmm. Like, we wanted to be the tag team champions. <laughs> what a... This makes them cool, right, JT? Always. Yeah. And then Goldie's in the back with Triple X. Why does she say it with such disdain? She hates anything sex related. Right. Loki says, I've got this. And the deepest... <laughs> I was hoping you would do a Loki. <laughs> I didn't know I'd get that. I've got it, guys. <laughs> and he says, Triple X. That's right. He keeps saying Triple X. Triple X is our brand. I am Loki. It's so fucking deep. <laughs> his, his mouth moves like so exaggerated when he talks. Yeah, it's like his jaw has two joints. <laughs> Look at one and the other. I'm okay. And the lips poke out. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's highlighted because he has no hair. Like, if I was him, I'd grow hair so much that you couldn't see my face. <laughs> and he is intense all up in Goldie's face, too. Yeah. Screaming at her. Yeah. I will eat your pussy. <laughs> Just that the two-jointed jaw would probably be pretty spectacular. All right, here comes... <laughs> So now back to the arena. Mike Sanders comes out like zero reaction, but zero. Why does he have to speak? Always. These guys get so much mic time. Like it's crazy. I just hate his fake 
cocky face too, like trying to be a tough guy, you know? Well, and, and earlier in the night, Disco said something to the extent of like, I've actually achieved something in this business and you haven't speaking to right. him. And then like, it's like, imagine, imagine that's true. And Disco Inferno is saying it to you. <laughs> yes. Like, anyway, yeah, everything about him is just fake. I Mike Sanders, like, I mean, if BG James hadn't been on the show for so long, Mike Sanders would probably be my runaway worst character. Yeah, he's up there. Wow. Which sucks, I always remember liking him in WCW. So, and I don't remember him having this long of a run in TNA, like, historically. I didn't know he was here all this time. Do you think maybe it's because, like, in, in WCW, he was kind of, like, on the verge of, like, shoot stuff when that was still relatively new? Yeah, I think so. And everyone hated the older guys in WCW, so he was kind of on the good side. That was against all that. Right. You know? He's above average. Uh, so we get the we get the um, mystery partner, and uh, much to Scott Criscolo's chagrin, it's Hacksaw Jim Duggan in overall. <laughs> what I mean, what are these black overalls? They're absurd. I I, I don't know at all. Uh, and there's like a weird American flag on the front too. Mm-hmm. It's like someone it's took awful. Earthquake's tights from the Royal Rumble 1990 and was like, let's make it into overalls. <laughs> and I think the overalls just stood and someone just dropped them into them. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's an old woman in the front row with huge breasts clapping, mouth wide open. Hot. She's happy for the hacksaw. JT, A lot of USA chants. JT, would you hit it? Uh, I'd take a kick out. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny? <laughs> West immediately, I feel, gets exposed as a non-wrestling fan. Because Hacksaw goes up to him and goes, give me one. But West doesn't know to say ho. Right, he's got no clue. Like, you don't even have to be a hardcore wrestling fan to know that Hacksaw... I'm... <laughs> I probably would have blanked too if fucking Jim Duggan came up. <laughs> like, give me one. And I would be like, what? You know what I wish he would have said instead? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> So the crowd starts chanting, like you said, USA, to infuriate the known immigrant Mike Sanders. I, I You talked about the, the, the overalls, JT, but I am so worried about the clips from the overalls chafing Duggan's nipples. Or the fact that they're barely hanging on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like painted on overalls. Um, Jenny, would it be fair to say that Jim Duggan is about a thousand times more interesting in the ring than Sanders? Yes. Wow, what a sentence. <laughs> right? So. And then West go- Don West goes, you know, I kind of feel sorry for Sanders in these patriotic times. <laughs> is he is he suggesting that Sanders is getting booed because of 9-11? Patriotic times. Whatever it takes. Are you surprised that Vince Russo or Hulk Hogan didn't take credit for 9-11? <laughs> I was the guy... <laughs> All right, Duggan, Duggan then hits a weak clothesline after a missed moonsault for the win. <laughs> JT, did Jim Duggan just carry Mike Sanders to the best match of his career? Oh, this was terrible. It was. Um, it's absurd that he went clean, too. I mean, look, I know it's Duggan, but Sanders just got squashed by an old guy in overalls. Like, he's completely cooked. Uh, I thought it was boring outside of the heat for Duggan, so I gave it a star just because the crowd was into him, but the match was, was not good. Jenny... <laughs> Do you agree? Is there shame in lying down with Jim Duggan? <laughs> well, probably. Um, yeah, I mean, I do agree. I, I gave it one star, too. Mostly just for the crowd reaction and uh, for the post-match stuff. I gave it one and a half. I like seeing him lose to Duggan. I hate Mike Sanders. I don't want him off the show. <laughs> uh, Gilberti then comes down and bitches Sanders out. Duggan just beats them up. <laughs> And then they break his knee, I guess. They stomp on his ass. <laughs> Would Jim Duggan be a better director of character development? Probably. Hmm? I mean, he's got a better character historically. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he knows how to fucking win over a crowd. I know Okay, that. what you gotta do is put your <laughs> thumb in the air. <laughs> got any wood laying around? Pick it up and wave it around. Get aboard. <laughs> hey, over there, everybody, over there. All right, uh, AJ Styles has now requested this interview in this location. 
He's he's in the nest and he fucking nails Goldie with a zip it immediately. <laughs> like Morton Downey Jr. style. It's so loud. It's so aggressive. <laughs> he screams it and he goes, "I'm taking a dump in his nest." <laughs> For a minute, because the the camera pans in and he's like sitting in a chair and he's got his legs like kind of <laughs> propped up and. When he said that, I was like, oh, God, was he really taking a dump? Because yeah. I couldn't tell. You know what the crazy thing is? It's like, would you be that surprised? I would not. Oh, okay. I, I would probably like it, honestly. They're doing but... live shitting now. Like, uh, Raven shows up and Styles throws a chair at him. And then the Harrises come out or the voice of reason. And I don't believe for one second that the Harrises don't support AJ Styles in this. Right. Also, what is the nest? So Raven lives. It's a staircase again. <laughs> we get this long ass recap of the tag team tournament. It doesn't make it seem any more interesting. And the main event, the 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 main event, the final of this tournament is going to be America's Most Wanted out in blue again against Triple X. And I guess they're doing Freebird rules with these guys. Yeah, I think so. They don't know which two will fight. Uh, JT, were you wrapped up in all this drama of the sex roster and who's going to fight? Very. Like, it could be any part of sex. Could be any part of sex. Uh, Loki also has this weird scar on his arm. Jenny, was that a vagina that he needed to have closed? Uh, the arm vagina? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what that looked like. So it's going to be Key and Daniels. Uh, it's a brawl to the floor immediately. Uh, look, I know that's what I want to see out of uh, Loki and Daniels, walking around <laughs> yes. and punching. Uh, Jenny, how many times in this show did Don West say, did you see that? 837 times I'm glad you counted because I did not want to uh, America's Most Wanted are also described as a well-oiled machine but JT aren't they using just a bit too much oil uh, a little bit now at this point the crowd is chanting it sounds like kill the cowboy am I wrong There's not any cowboys in this match. James Storm? James oh, Storm yeah. is a cowboy. Yeah, they're a cowboy. I think they were saying that, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Th- why That's did, a weird chant. Why do they hate James Storm? I think they just love Triple X. Ah, maybe. Loki's work has such a nice urgency to it. Like, mm. Harris misses a dropkick, and Loki comes in so fast that he elbows him, like, while Harris is still on his side, right? And so, I, at first, I'm like, this is some really solid cutting of the ring in half by Triple X. But it's like... It's like they begin with that, but the structure of their match doesn't allow that to happen. Or, or I don't know how to describe it, but like they cut the ring in half, right? And then right away, Storm gets out and goes for the tag. Then they stop him again, but Storm fights out right away, goes for the tag. They stop him again, Storm fights out right away. So it's like I feel like a heat segment would be really helpful here. Mm-hmm. Is that crazy? No, I don't think it's crazy. I think it would help for sure. You know, I kind of liked un- I like unstructured tag matches, but I can see for this one, yes, given the level of talent. Yeah, I don't mind the unstructured ones too. I just feel that like nothing kind of has a structure. So right. it would have been like it would have stood out a bit. Uh, America's Most Wanted has them beat, but Loki pulls referee Rudy Charles out of the ring. JT is his full name, referee Rudy Charles. <laughs> yes, RRC. <laughs> uh, Skipper comes in and hits his finish. Jenny, was there any drama in this fall for you? No. It's kind of the same spot in every America's Most Wanted match, right? Yeah. One of my notes was like, I can't wait to see how AMW loses this match. Yeah, they always get screwed. The trickery in the numbers. But they always, I just think this was pretty good, though. Yeah, I, it was good. I would agree. It's just they always kick out out of everything, yeah. right, first, right? And then Harris has both members beat, but then referee Rudy Charles is distracted by uh, by Skipper and Storm and all that. And then finally, Loki hits Harris with the belt, and that's how they fucked them over, right? Kind of disappointing, I feel like. Yeah, and, and what I was thinking, JT, as we got to this, right, these were the original teams where they fought and the belts were held up, right? Yes. Yeah. So why were all the other teams involved in this tournament? It's not a tournament, though, is it? Yeah, this is the final of a not tournament. Not anymore. Well, well, no, because it's not anymore because it's the final. <laughs> no, but I'm saying all of this hasn't really been one, has it? Yeah. Yeah, it kind of has. Yeah, I like this one too. I, I I thought it was a solid tag match, albeit like a couple things I didn't really like. So I went three stars. Yeah, I went three and a quarter. I, I like the end with all the big spots and near falls. I thought the finish was convoluted, but the story makes sense with AMW getting robbed again. 
And I mean, these two teams are clearly the the class of the Dag Division. Jenny, Christopher Daniels' Ankh tattoo, yay or nay? Yay. Mm. What do you think? I must have hurt where he got it. Mm, like it's right probably. in the, the – like the where you're – if you were a rooster, where that thing would be under your chin. What's that? Right, that Is that your neck? I guess it's your coxus. neck. Coxus. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. What, Goblet. Did you say coxus? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Good, good. Good. Mm-hmm. You like the match? Yeah, I did. I mean, I hate for them to lose again, but I mean, I get it. Um, It, it just feels all samey a little bit. Um, but I went three and a quarter yeah. stars as well. Just solid stuff. Uh, Gold, yeah. Goldie's in the back. So Triple X are the tag team champions again. Goldie's in the back and Goldie's running and saying, what's going on? Jesus Christ. <laughs> and Siaki is beating the shit out of D'Lo Brown. Jarrett saves. That's the whole segment. And then Disco's yep. out again. How many fucking segments does this uh, guy? He's all over this episode. And Tanae, like, <laughs> Tanae hits it. He goes, I guess we're forced to hear from this guy again. <laughs> Um, what is wrong with Disco's hair? I feel like it looks like a black dude's hair from like a Lego set. Like it's got that weird swirl. Anyway, he starts talking about Vince Russo's dream to take sex out of here into Hollywood where he can perform in front of a live studio audience. Like, did JT, did Russo think Hollywood would be interested in Mike Sanders and BG James? Why wouldn't it be? The next big stars, starlets, Hollywood. So they brought it to Hollywood. There we go. And Hollywood is there for an open challenge uh, to any woman who wants a piece of ass. Mm. And then Disco says, if you win, you might end up on the casting couch. Mm. Wow, what a treat. What a treat. Then Disco shit talks Athena. He goes, if I paid a nickel for you, I'd get change back. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking savage line there. Uh, And then they call it Lollipop. I, I didn't realize this person had a name. Mm. Me either. One of the TNA dancers. Um, crowd is completely on board. She comes down to ringside. Jenny, were you relieved when she removed her boots? Oh, yeah. I want to see them feet, girl. I was ter- see what she's working with. I was terrified she was going to break her ankles. Yeah, I was a bit. I don't want to break her leg. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I don't care about that. Yeah. Um, Lollipop's top falls off immediately, and, and we get the Jack Tunney video distortion deal here. Mm-hmm. And then again, West is like, if kids are watching, take them out of the room. Like, we didn't just see all kinds of other fucking bullshit. Hollywood just rips uh, Lollipop's shirt off. I guess everybody got to see the breast there. Mm -hmm. Borash, again, acts like he's never seen a woman before trying to cover her up. Jenny, is Mm -hmm. Jeremy Borash the worst actor on this show? (laughs) He's just the only gentleman on this show and the worst actor on the show. Yeah. The, gen- the gentleman poor actor. Um, where does this rank, JT, in terms of catfights for you? I mean, it's probably one of the best payoffs ever for a catfight yeah. because they, well, you know, the crowd went nuts. They got the big treat. They got to see them. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was a time waster, but at least they paid it off for once. Why are they doing time wasters on this show? <laughs> well, they don't have enough, you know, enough going on. They got to fill some time. <laughs> Look, <laughs> T and A and F. Never a time waster. You know, the only thing way it could have been better is if Dusty Rhodes would have come out and commentated on it. <laughs> I got the breath. <laughs> um, then Tanae's like, we've invited Double J to watch the match with us. Zero reaction. But fuck, he's been on the show six times already. So what reaction do you want him to get? Did you notice, JT, at this point that Double J's hair is the same as Carmela Soprano's? <laughs> yes. Uh, we are Tone. <laughs> Tony. It's always nagging, right? Uh, we get AJ Styles versus Raven in this main event. Does Raven add credibility to this main event scene? Uh, yes. Even though he's coming off like his most lackluster run in the Dota EF. Uh, his biggest stuff was obviously ECW and then WCW. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think so. I, I like him here so far. I do. Like, I think he at least is a name. He's different. He's not a retread, you know? I do too. And I wonder if the reason I like him, is it a testament to how good he is? Or is it just in contrast to how poorly he was booked in WWF? Yeah, I think both. Hmm. Uh, Right away, AJ's busted open. Very loud, let's go Raven chant. Raven hits a fucking... You sure they weren't saying that's so Raven? Hmm, I don't know. Was Raven Simone in the crowd? (laughs) 
He's a big Dusty Rhodes fan, Raven Simone. <laughs> Harris Brothers took one look at that girl and were like, fuck this. Um, I, I, at this point, this is the point where, like, I think the, the match is fine, but I am fucking exhausted of the sh- at the show by now. Yeah. And AJ gets some really nice explosive offense. Um, doesn't it all hurt the division that all of these guys have had title shots in recent memories? What do you mean? Well, I mean, like, it's like these guys are fighting for the number one contendership, but we've seen AJ fight for the title. We've seen Raven fight for the title. Not really with Raven, has he? Has he? I don't think he has yet. I don't think so. Oh, he just stole the title, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think he's fought for it yet. Okay. I just feel like even the announcers aren't excited, and these guys are excited about everything. Well, they're probably tired, too. Mm. A lot. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the the crowd, their tent... the announcers are talking about the truth, right? Raven pie faces Jarrett at ringside, and then Jarrett joins in and starts punching. The skinniest security guard I've ever seen gets involved <laughs> and, and hurts Jarrett. Whose son is that guard? Eric Watts. <laughs> uh, Styles then crushes Ru- referee Rudy Charles in the face with a drop kick. Referee Andrew Thomas runs in for another close two count. Referee Thomas is down. Raven then kicks out of the Styles Clash. I was not expecting that. Yeah, me either. Um, no, that surprised me. Yeah. There was a bit of time between, I guess. Uh, it was a bit of a sloppy one, too. Yeah. Yeah. Kick and a chair. And then both guys are – so they're both down. And, like, they slowly get into the position where they're pinning each other. And the show they, – they count three. The show goes off the air. West is just screaming, who won? Who won? Guys, who won? Neither. Did the fans? The fans. The fans? <laughs> I did think it was cool that AJ bled and the West is all shocked because he really doesn't bleed ever. That's true. That's true. And he looked about dead too after um yeah. he got slammed into those steps. He looked dazed. I thought it was solid overall. It felt like a tick off. They didn't really completely mesh, but you know I thought Raven looked good, AJ looked good, just like slightly off track. The Jarrett stuff, of course, felt forced. And the finish was convoluted, but yeah. uh, and a little disappointing too. So we'll see where it builds to. But I went two and three quarters. I thought it was fine main event. Jenny, who won? Raven won. Yeah, all right. I'm calling it now. Well done. And I don't remember what I rated this, but I'm, I'm going to give it like two and three quarters. Uh, I'm at two and a quarter. I was at two and a half, and then I just really hated the finish. Not yeah. that I hated the idea, but like they both fell to the ground, and then you could see them just like – Really sloppily yeah. angling themselves to get into position. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's got to be tough to kind of time anyway, but I mean, it was decent enough. These men are professionals, Jenny. Well, I mean, Raven's on heroin and AJ's young. Right. He might also be on heroin for all we know. Uh, that ends the show. Uh, Jenny, what was your best segment on the show? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Dusty. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's got to be Dusty for me, too. Uh, what was your worst segment, JT? The Harris boys squashing Karina. Mm. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I don't know. Jim Duggan. I don't know if that counts as a segment or a match. But Duggan. I don't know. Maybe Mike Sanders talking for me. Yeah. Or, yeah. Would you be down for more Jim Duggan in this promotion? No. <laughs> well, I mean, it depends. Him beating young guys? Probably not. But what if he if he's beating guys like Sanders? Like, look, if he beats Amazing Red, I'm gonna be angry. <laughs> like, I know we don't like Sanders, but the idea of him beating a guy like Sanders isn't good. Yeah, I guess you're right. Who do you want to see more of then, if not Jim Duggan? Conan, Cash, the Human Torch, and the King of These Nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you want to see more of, Jenny? <sighs> okay, so I thought that. Disco was pretty good in this episode. Oh. Um, I mean, better. And so I'm going to put him on this list. Wow. Um, Just to see, you know, if anything comes to that or if he just fails again. We'll see. Mm. Um, triple X for sure. Yeah. Always triple X. Um, who do you want to see less of? Mm, lollipop? No. What? We'll see more of Lollipop. Um, you know, the, the usual characters. Except yeah, for... I mean, Sanders and Gilbert. Yeah. Yeah. Harris is Lala. I would not ask. But also, Sex is Bullied, Amazing Red, I did not like. 
Mm. Fair enough. Uh, 2003 JT is into. D'Lo finally getting his chance. Fuck, I forgot about D'Lo. Forgot that that was was a thing that happened. Yeah. (laughs) Too many things happened. Fuck. Jenny, 2003 Jenny is into. Chick fights. Yeah, Lollipop wins it for me. Uh, Any wild cards? You killed Trinity. Johnny Storm. Insane. (laughs) Burned her alive. Uh, Any imposters? D-Lo doing his Russo shoot fuck stuff. (laughs) Who are the appearances on this one? Uh, uh, Episode 36. Halloween, Damien, D-Lo Brown, Johnny Storm, and Jim Duggan. Nice. Uh, Was it worth it, an overall score for you guys? Yeah, uh, not this one for me. I went four out of ten. Uh, this is a, a decent drop-off from the last episode. You know, we had some good moments with D-Lo. The main event underdelivered. We didn't really get that, like, great match, like, that went over, you know, expectation. I just, if this felt like a stall episode, like, we just kind of spinning our wheels. Right. Yeah, um, definite... <laughs> Definite drop from last time, which I may have overrated some, but I gotta say it's it's worth it for me for the dusty stuff. Yeah, that was good. Dusty stuff was good. I'm still at a three out of ten. Okay, I'm gonna do five, I think. There you go. All right, before we do our uh, rankings, JT, what's going on North South Connection Podcast Network? Look, when you sign up, you know what you're gonna get. Tons of great content, wrestling and otherwise. A lot of evergreen stuff. Uh, covering modern day wrestling and old school wrestling, some pop culture, some sports, just tons of great content that's consistent with high quality hosts and consistent uh, high quality as well. So subscribe and check it out. Jenny, how about the Jenny position? Mm. Ah, speaking of high quality, um, there's some shows over there that you should probably listen to. Uh, there's a new Talk and Pop um, that is me and my co-host Tim Capel interviewing our friend Jacob Williams. Uh, in a really, really good interview. Um, there's an episode of You Heard About Pluto with the reboot for 90210 that I watched with Johnny C. And then there is a new episode of Bianca's First Time where we watched The Wedding Singer um, for her first time. So listen to all that and check me out on Twitter at Jenny Position. All right. Let's rank these guys. All right. Here's what we had last time. Kid Cash 1, Harrison Storm 2, AJ Styles, three, Jarrett, four, Siaki, five, Raven, six, Conan, seven, Lynn, eight, Sandman, nine, and The Church, ten. So I think <laughs> what stands out to me is we should probably start hitting, knocking Jarrett down a bit. Yeah. Because I find his segments are making the show worse. Yeah. Um, and maybe switch Harris and Storm to number one again over Cash. Okay. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think it's fine. I'm okay to drop Sandman off this week, too, I think. Put Goldie on? Oh, we got to put Dusty on this week. Yeah. yeah Dusty. Let's drop the church, too. They didn't even show up. Yeah. yeah. Let's go Goldie 9, Dusty 10. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with dropping Jarrett, like, down to, like, below Conan. Okay. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, Conan's been pretty fun. What do you think of putting oh. Conan above Raven? Well, it depends on what your mileage is for those matches. Like, I, I quite like Rave, the Raven character. I like this match a lot more. So. You want to move Siaki down? He's not really doing anything. Yeah. How about we move Raven and Conan above Siaki? Yeah, okay. Siaki, keep Siaki above Jarrett? Yeah. Probably wow, y'all really punishing Jarrett. Uh, he has been shaky the last couple weeks. Mm. Yeah. Uh, that okay. looks pretty good. Should we read it? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> number one, Harrison Storm. Number two, Kid Cash. Number three, AJ Styles. Number four, Raven. Number five, Conan. Number six, Sonny Siaki. Number seven, Jeff Jarrett. Number eight, Jerry Lynn. Number nine, Goldilocks. And number ten, D's Nuts himself, Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor at D's Nuts. You still the one.